Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to DBN News for 6-15-2020. This is my daily news that even plants Craven Anchors, a number one gaming news podcast. I'm Anthony, and I'll be your host today. With that being said, let's jump into the news. First is from IGN, written by Matt Kim. New World Closed Beta, coming in July. New World, Amazon's upcoming PC MMORPG, will enter a closed beta on July 23rd. Players who pre-order New World will automatically gain access to the beta, plus a few digital bonuses. New World is Amazon's upcoming MMO, where players take the role of conquistadors, who must set up a colony on land possessed by monsters and demons. Amazon premiered a new gameplay trailer during the PC gaming show, where it revealed more about the PvP combat experience. Amazon says New World will set up massive battles with multi-part stages, where teams of players can siege enemy fortresses. Up to 100 players can play together on the battlefield at once. There will be additional multiplayer modes, including PvE modes, and high-level content reserved for players who reach the endgame. Players who pre-order New World will get access to the beta, plus a few digital items like Isabella's Amulet, the Fist Bump Emote, a Guildcrest set, and the Expedition 1 Unique title. So, I don't know who's hyped for this, but... If you are, there's a closed beta coming. <laughs> Second is short and sweet. It's from IGN and written by Adam Bankhurst. Persona 4 Golden is now available on PC. Persona 4 Golden, an updated version of 2008's Shin Megami Tensei Persona 4, is now available on PC. Announced at the PC gaming show, Persona 4 Golden is $19.99 USD on Steam. And there is also a digital deluxe edition that includes a digital art book and soundtrack. This is amazing. It, it, like... It, for me, it shadow dropped. I had no idea this was, this was coming. If you've never played Persona 4 or Persona 4 Golden, they it's hands down one of the best Persona games ever. It's so awesome. Uh, it was originally on, what, PS2? And then Persona 4 Golden was on Vita only. So I can't wait to play more of this. I can't wait to jump in it again because I got the bad ending last time. But I'm so excited. Go get a copy of it. $20 is super cheap and a great price. Third is from IGN and written by Joe Scrabbles. Star Wars Squadrons officially revealed. EA has formally announced Star Wars Squadrons, a first-person space dogfighting game set after the events of Return of the Jedi. And coming to PS4, Xbox One, and PC, that's via Origin, Steam, and Epic Games Store. It will be released for $39.99 USD on October 2nd. Developed by Motive Studios, the game will include both a single-player story and multiplayer modes with cross-play support across all platforms and can be played in VR on PS4 and PC. EA will premiere gameplay at EA Play Live on June 18th. Dude, this is probably going to be a really awesome game to play in VR. I've seen what the HUD looks like when you're in the ships. And if this wasn't meant for VR, then, then I don't know what was. Because it looks like it's going to be one of the most solid VR games and VR titles you can buy up to date. Fourth is from IGN and written by Jordan Oleman. Little Devil Inside, devs apologize and promise to change racist enemy designs. The developers behind Little Devil Inside, which was shown during Sony's PS5 conference last week, have apologized and promised to change some of the game's enemy designs, which contain racist stereotypes. Many on social media made note of this after the trailer debuted during June 11th's The Future of Gaming PS5 conference, with Twitter user Lord Balvin pointing out how tone-deaf the character design is due to its depiction of a tribal character with dreadlocks and large lips. Developers Neostream have responded on Facebook, noting that racist stereotypes of any kind were absolutely not intended. 
We were not aware of the stereotypical connotations and wish to apologize to anyone who may have been offended by the character design. The statement reads, according to the developers, their design intention was to create characters who are protectors slash guardians of a particular mystic region in the world of Little Devil Inside. Neostream added that they did not reference any African and or Afro-American human tribes while creating it. Neostream explained how they plan to modify the design in four steps and added they may change it entirely if it ends up being unsuitable for the game. The steps are remove the dreadlocks, change the bull lips, change skin tone, tweak the dart blower so it looks less like a joint. There are parts of the story where I laugh and there are parts of the story where I'm like, okay, yeah, that looks legit. But if you look at the character model for these for these these characters and yeah it needs to be changed so there was a correct call and it was correct calling them out as well fifth is from ign and written by casey defreitas and adam bankers it's actually an update but i wanted to throw it in because it's it's pretty awesome pokemon sword and shields dlc expansion has level scaling pokemon sword and shields dlc expansions isle of armor and the crown tundra will feature level scaling meaning pokemon trainers of any level who have reached the first wild area can enjoy the new dlc content during IGN's 30-minute hands-off preview of Pokemon Sword and Shield's Isle of Armor DLC, they noticed that the first trainer battle were around level 60, the same as the highest level Pokemon in the trainer's party. IGN asked Nintendo product marketing specialist Demetrius Boggs if this meant level scaling was in place, and he confirmed that Pokemon Sword and Shield's expansion pass areas, trainers, and wild Pokemon will in fact scale with their own Pokemon levels. Specifically, Box confirmed the DLC areas would even scale to match a team of level 100 Pokemon. I think this is cool. I mean, if you've already beat the game, you've gone through most of the... Like, you've demolished all the other trainers, all the Pokemon that are in the wild areas and whatnot. So, I, it kind of makes sense. I don't know. I like it, though. Just wanted to include it. And last is from GameSpot and written by Steve Watts. Xbox Series X Smart Delivery Games Features Detailed. Microsoft has shared more details on Xbox Series X Smart Delivery including a list of supported games and some new features. The feature will help bridge the generations between Xbox One and Xbox Series X by automatically downloading the version that's right for your current hardware, so you'll only have to buy it once. In a detailed blog post, Microsoft noted two key previously unknown features. Smart delivery will be enabled for Xbox Game Pass games that use it, though, as always, Microsoft notes that determination will be up to individual developers. It will also carry over game progress so you can begin a game on xbox one and then pick up from your last cloud save when you upgrade to xbox series x <clears throat> the post also shared a list of confirmed smart delivery enabled games so far which are halo infinite cyberpunk 2077 assassin's creed valhalla destiny 2 dirt 5 scarlet nexus chorus vampire the masquerade bloodlines 2 yakuza like a dragon the ascent call of the sea gears 5 second extinction and metal hellslinger Microsoft has said that the next generation isn't entirely called Series X, saying from here forward, its platform is simply called Xbox. To that end, the next-gen console won't launch with any next-gen exclusives, a strategy that Sony <clears throat> is pointedly not using. Microsoft seems to intend to make its hardware, hardware run like a variety of different spec PCs, and smart delivery is a way to make that process consumer-friendly. This is very smart. I mean, it's, it's smart. This is super smart. They're future-proofing those games and it's like it's the best thing they could have done and that is the news for today thank you for listening and let us know what you think about any of the stories we talked about by sending us a message on anchor the podcast app we use to record the show if you'd like to support the podcast other than listening please check out our anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation at 99 cents 4.99 or 9.99 per month 
You're going to find us on all social medias at Dads, Beards, Nerds. And if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, find that link in our Twitter bio or the show notes for every show that we release and produce. Until next time, I'm Anthony with the raspy voice. I look forward to making more content for you.